Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you've taken bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful Parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. Hello and welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. This is episode 66. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. And at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you are thriving, when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindfulness Mama Mentor. I coach overstressed moms on how to cultivate self-awareness in their daily lives and to take family and life to a new level of awakening. I've been practicing yoga and mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, and I'm the mom of two girls, ages 7 and 10. So this is episode 66. It's just me and you today, my friend. I'm going to talk to you about an issue that is kind of near and dear to my heart, and uh, I think the title of this episode will be Unmartyr Yourself, Mama. <laughs> Unmartyr Yourself. So it's, it's about this idea that we as moms tend to turn ourselves into martyrs sometimes. So we're just going to talk a little bit about what that is and how you can get away from that trap. And I want to talk to you a little bit about um, some ways to do that. So, but first I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, listening to the podcast. Thank you for the reviews that you give and thank you for sharing it and downloading. Without you, this none of this would be possible. So I really appreciate this time that I get to connect with you. I think this is really great. So let's dive in. So I get a lot of people who come to me and they don't have time for anything. They find themselves moms. They find themselves sacrificing. They find themselves sacrificing their own happiness. They find themselves sacrificing their time to take care of their bodies, their time to meditate, 
they find that they don't have time to do any of these things because they are doing 10 million different things for everybody else. And I got an email the other day that a friend of mine forwarded it to me, and it was talking about the psychology of being a martyr. And, you know, we we live in a culture that really kind of encourages moms to sacrifice themselves. Like this is really, really wonderful thing to do. But in this email, it talked about the idea that if you think of what you're doing as a sacrifice, you're kind of setting yourself up for a failure and you transform yourself into a martyr. And this is like creates this identity that becomes a box that you live in. And so what does this look like? You know, um, I don't know. So Jane may have a ballet rehearsal. The clothes won't get folded by themselves. And there are toys everywhere. So much for going out. Super mom to the rescue, right? And this may not sound completely like you, but is there a little bit of this in you? So I invite you to kind of think about this today as we have this conversation. You know, the, the idea of super, super moms or the idea of, of moms becoming martyrs, it, it really kind of starts, I think, when we, when we have our babies, you know, we, we do, we have to like do this sacrifice, right? We, we, we sacrifice in some ways our bodies, like we, our bodies become this home. It's this amazing miracle of the universe. It's unbelievable. And it's really life-changing. It really changes every single part of your life. But then the thing is, is that we don't realize that this is a cycle. This is a cyclical thing and that it's really vital for us to come back to what makes us feel vital and whole and thriving in our life. So we come into motherhood and we have to sacrifice our time. We take time off of work. Many women like myself stop working. You stop working and... Um, all that time is is for the baby. And even then, like, the thing about this is this is something that I talk to women about, and there's often a lot of, like, pushback or no, really, no, not so, I don't know. But really the truth is that your needs are equally as important as your child's needs. Equally. Not more, not less. Like we we all have our needs and all, our needs are all important. So the thing about when you have babies is that, yes, your needs are equally important, but as adults, we have the ability to push our needs ahead in the future. Like we can, we can, we can hold off on them for a little while, right? Whereas baby's needs are really immediate. <laughs> and as our kids are younger, our needs are, are more immediate, right? But the thing is, we make this mistake. We confuse the idea that we can maybe wait on our needs for a little bit with, I can, I don't, I don't have needs. I don't need to do these things. I don't need to have a creative outlet. I don't need to take care of my body. I don't, I don't need to um, sleep. It's a big one, right? I don't, I don't really need that much sleep. I can, I can keep going. 
But the thing is, like, our needs are equally as important as our children's needs because if we are, even if you take it just from the point of the view from the child, if you give your child a, a person, a version of you that is at 50%, is that you're not thriving, you're not happy, you're not fully whole, you're not fully here, you're not fully present, you know, that's your Jipping your child of the most important thing you can give that child, which is you, fully whole, fully there, fully present. And the sooner I think we realize that as after we have our babies or even in that process, that our needs are equally as important and we really have to take care of our needs to be able to show up fully, this, the better. The better it is for our child, for our whole family, for everybody. So this idea of martyrdom comes in and uh, in, in this email I read from my friend, you know, uh, they say, uh, you can give martyrs 10 ways to overcome a problem and it won't help. Martyrs believe they need to be miserable for other people to be happy. And, and I'm just want to, I'm just invite you to think about is, do you have a little bit of this? Cause I think part of this is some of this was, we, we all can kind of get infected with this a little bit from our culture, right? We're acculturated to think a certain way. Um, so what about the idea of, of offering solutions? I mean, for some people, the idea of supermom sounds like this amazing thing, right? Who wouldn't want to be supermom? Yet this label is to, ends up justifying how moms can put themselves last. You know, if you if you recommend a babysitter or a nanny, she might say it's too expensive. If you suggest after school programs, you know, the kids maybe need some quality time. If if the grandparents offer to babysit, you know, we can't put them out. Um, and and really what is going on there, and I think this is true, is that, you know, there's this like identity here and there's a sense of guilt. If I, if I'm not doing it all, there's, I'm guilty. I'm, and there's a shame of speaking that, you know, we're afraid to, to speak that feeling of like, oh, I, I feel like I need to do it all. And sometimes just speaking that need can, can really fill up that need. But there's an identity there that I think it's really important to point out that this is an identity of powerlessness, that I am the victim of life and I don't have the power to make change. And I, I want to point that out because if whenever we're in a place where like, I can't, I'm not there to be able to make, I can't make change in this situation. The truth is that most of the time that is really not true. That there are many, many ways to shift and change a situation, that we can be creative. And that actually, there's a saying that I really like from um, Marie Forleo, which is everything is figure outable, that we can figure this stuff out. And we can start to look at life and see how, how much power we have to change and shift the situation. So, you know, what are the signs that you might be a mar mom martyr? <clears throat> You might complain about how little sleep you get and, you know, believe that you can't do anything about that, that you can't shift that and change that because 
other people's needs are more important than your own. Um, you may, some another sign may be that you never get a babysitter. A babysitter, my husband and I remember we realized, and, and I know everyone's finances are different, but this is an incredibly important investment in your relationship and your sanity. And it's much cheaper than therapy or a coach, right? So getting a babysitter is really, really vital. My husband and I realized at one point that this investment in a babysitter was really one of the best ways we could spend our money. In fact, at one point a few years ago, I remember he had a raise and we realized how much it was per month. And we thought, okay, so it's this much extra money per month. How could we really, we thought about that. And we thought, how could we really use that money to actually increase our happiness more? And we realized that the best use of that money was to get a babysitter because then we would get a break from our kids when it was a really, really challenging time. We'd get a break. We would be ourselves. We would be adults. We would do adult things and not have anyone holding onto our bodies or whining or asking us things. And it was an investment in our sanity, and it really made a huge, huge difference. But the thing was that we had to know and believe that we deserve that, that we are worth it, you know? And I think that's the diff- That's one of the things I invite you to look at if you find yourself leaning towards some of this martyr stuff is, do I, do I think that I'm not deserving and I'm not worthy of some, maybe the investment of getting a babysitter? Do you put yourself last for all things? Maybe even the simple act of getting dressed in the morning or sitting to eat breakfast, That's maybe a sign that you've got some of that martyrdom infecting you. (laughs) It's time to realize that your needs are just as important as your kids and that feeling good in yourself is going to help you really show up fully for other people. Do you deny yourself hobbies? Do you put your dreams on hold? Do you think that you can't be the woman you were before you had children? You know, your children really want to see you thriving they really get excited by things that they want to cheer for you. They want to be on your team. They want to see you living a full and healthy life. Cause really the thing is kids are really terrible at doing what we say. Um, but they're great at doing what they, we do. So if the, you want to have them value themselves and live a full life, I invite you to say no to that mommy guilt, like to say no to it. And that's another thing, you know, are you, are you driven by that feeling of mom guilt? Do you feel like you have to have every bite your child eats be like a perfect healthy thing to eat and that you spend, you know, all your time preparing meals for them? That might be something that might be, if it's driven by mommy guilt, then then maybe it's a sign of being a bit of a martyr there, right? Do you turn your kids into your job and kind of obsess over their their health status, mild performance, their sleep schedule? You know, do you, do you get so preoccupied with your children that um, that that is all you're thinking about? And I really invite you to think a little bit more about this because. Actually, there was a really wonderful um, moment I had where I heard 
Dr. Shafali Sabari speak, author of The Conscious Parent. And she said she wanted people to care less about their children. And I was like, what? And she really said that she, yes, love your children, but care less about them. And I really love this idea because she's pointing out this idea of detachment and that our kids really feel smothered and too much pressure by this hovering and and, uh, adults, their parents, gaining their their self-worth through their children. Once you start to value yourself more and and fill up your own cup more with your own hobbies, your own interests and things like that, you can actually care less about your kid. Get a little bit of detachment uh, from your kids rather than endlessly like assessing and being so much in their business, I guess you could say, because that's really better for kids in so many ways because then they can be themselves. They can live their own life. Like you can live your life and they can live their life. And that's actually healthier. It's a lot of pressure for kids when their parents are, you know, on everything and, and, you know, everything is, you care so much about everything. It can be too much pressure for kids. Another sign that you might have a little bit of this martyrdom Do you silently criticize other moms for their selfish decisions like going on vacation or, or, you know, ordering pizza? Do you silently judge other people for for not doing things perfectly? And I really invite you to look at this because this judgment is really a sign of a lot of judgment that we put on ourselves and a lot of criticism that we put on ourselves. And all of this martyrdom stuff really comes back to the idea of criticism that we put on ourselves. Um, if we, if you notice that you are criticizing, you know, inwardly maybe criticizing other moms, that may be a sign that you're being also very hard on yourself. And it's important for us to realize that parenting is really hard for everybody. We don't know what's going on for any given person at any given time. In fact, there's a little um, Zen saying that I really like, and it's to help us uh, understand that we we don't really know what's going on for other people. We don't know what they're thinking, they're feeling, what kind of things they're suffering in their lives. So, like we have really have no idea. And this saying is, as you breathe in, you say to yourself, clear mind, clear mind, clear mind. And as you breathe out, you say, don't know. So clear mind, clear mind, clear mind. Don't know. And this is to remind ourselves that we don't know what's going on for other people. Everybody has different levels of suffering. Everybody has different things going on in their lives. And when we judge other people, we act as if we really know and we don't. We don't know what's going on for other people. So If you find yourself criticizing other people silently or judging other people, I really invite you to notice that. And the thing is, it's normal. It's normal for us to kind of have judgment in our brains, but that's something that we can kind of, we can check, we can look at, oh, look, hello, judgment, you know, and then you can say, you know, I don't know, clear mind, clear mind, clear mind don't know and let go of that. And when you do that, when you let go of judgment for other people, it's amazing how freeing it is. It really is a sense, gives you a sense of freedom and a sense of enjoyment in the here and now, because 
you know, as you let go of judging other people, you also let go of judging yourself a little bit. And letting go of that judging really allows yourself a sense of freedom and enjoyment of life. So it doesn't mean you don't make discernment, you don't make choices, like you may, you know, you maybe you're still feed your kids healthy food, like you should absolutely do that. I'm, I'm big on kind of lowering sugar and things like that. But let's let go of some of the judgment and some of the super high standards that are making you suffer. You don't have to be a martyr. Your needs are just as important for your as your kids. And and that is what really feeds our families when your kids have a mom who's thriving, who's happy, who's healthy, who has her own interests, who isn't all in their business, that really feels good to them, right? Then they have something exciting to aspire to. And really, um, you know, you can't take care of your family if you don't care, take care of yourself first. Um, you can't, you can't be a good partner, have a good partnership with your husband. You can't, uh, have this, this really this solidity with your parenting if you're in constant tension with your your partner right and you you really aren't going to become a better person by sacrificing more so you know i'm just inviting you here to enjoy your life to take care of yourself to take care of your own needs and and to even think of needs like your need for creativity your need for fulfillment your need for purpose um to to really look at how can you fill yourself up because you're really beginning to become a better parent for that. So one of the ways that you can really fill your own needs is by taking time to get away from it, right? To get away from your family, take a little break, take a vacation by yourself. So I just came back from a retreat that I led at the Copper Beach Institute, which is this wonderful place in Connecticut. And a whole group of moms. There was 16 moms with us that took a retreat. They left their families from Friday to Sunday. And they went, we start on Friday night and we ended at lunch on Sunday. And they took this time to slow down, to let go of the to-dos, and to really focus on themselves and in mindfulness, learning mindfulness practices to, to fill their cup even more. And I'll also be holding a retreat in May in the Delaware area, the Winterturn Museum. On May 13th, I'm holding a Mindful Mother's Day retreat, day before Mother's Day, so you can really fill yourself up before Mother's Day and then be there with your family. And I have to say, like, coming home after a break from your family is so can be so joyous. Their little voices are so darn cute again, and the reunion feels so good, and it feels good to miss someone a little bit. It really does. And it really adds to the appreciation everybody has all around for the family. And so I'm wondering, have you ever considered taking time for yourself, maybe just taking a day to go and do something that you like, taking uh, taking a weekend, taking a week, you know? There's all these wonderful retreats and retreat centers. It's a great way to enjoy something like that. Or even just taking a morning. Can you 
let go of your to-do list? Can you let the house be messy for a little while? And practice to, you know, practice to balance that organization and things to do, but without letting the to-do list become your life. Because really how you live each day is how you live your life. So I'm wondering, you know, are you driven by that criticism? Are you driven by that guilt? Are you feeling that every day? And if so, how can you bring some more enjoyment into your day? How can you bring some more relaxation in your day? How can you bring some more uh, vacation mind into your day? Like, you know, when you're on vacation, you just walk down the street, you look around, you enjoy, you check things out. You're really present on vacation. Have you ever noticed that? Like you see all these flowers, you look at the houses and you breathe and you relax and enjoy that. Can you bring that into every day a little bit, like somewhere? Where in your day can you do that? For me, I do that when I go pick up my girls to the bus stop. I leave everything behind. I stop at 3.30 and I walk through a little path in the woods. It's really beautiful. And I take the time to just enjoy the fresh air, enjoy breathing. And then I can be really present for my kids. What can that be for you in your life? And I also invite you to think about how can you meet your needs a little bit more? How can you meet your needs for sleep? How can you meet your needs for rest? How can you meet your needs for creativity, for fulfillment? I mean, maybe all of it at once is a little too much, but I really want you to think about how can you fill your own cup? How can you thrive? Let's get rid of this whole martyr dumb stuff. Like it's just not serving you. Super mom is not serving you. Self-sacrificing mom is not serving you. It's time to just put that aside, to let it go, to bury it, put it out with the trash. You deserve more than that. Okay. I really, really believe that you do. And when you take care of yourself like that, and when you create peace in yourself and happiness in yourself. Oh my God, the ripple effects are amazing. It's really powerful work. It's really amazing. But I, you have to know that you were, you deserve it. You're worth it. All right. So that's it, my friend. That's my little rant for today on Unmartyr Yourself. I hope you can make it to the Mindful Mother's Day retreat on the 13th. I have, still have some spaces left uh, if you're listening to this in real time. You can find it at hunteryoga.com slash events. And um, also coming up, I have a new course coming up. It's, go- uh, it's going to be the st- Stop Yelling Formula. It's on its way. I'm really excited about this because I have to say, I have had hundreds and hundreds of emails of moms writing to me saying that my biggest struggle with my kids is that I yell. And I'm frustrated with my own yelling and they don't want to yell. And I know why. I mean, yelling is harmful. It really makes kids scared of us. It puts them in fight, flight, or freeze mode and it really pushes them away from us. So we really don't want to yell. So people have been asking me for this course for a long time. So I finally made it. It's almost ready. It's almost ready. It's not quite here yet as I'm recording this. in uh, early April, but it is coming hopefully by the end of this month. So if you want to check that out, 
I'm not sure quite what the URL for that will be yet, but if you go to hunteryoga.com under work with me, it will be there. I'll have a link for it there. So that's the Stop Yelling course coming up. And then the Mother's Day, Mindful Mother's Day retreat is coming up. And um, I'll also be enrolling some coaching groups coming up. These group coaching groups are amazing. It's amazing how much love and closeness you can feel with people all around the country and in different countries even. Um, and the work, the growth that you can do, as, even in the, especially in that realm of actually unmartyring yourself. So that is coming up too. That's under also under work with me. Thank you so, so much for listening, my friend. I'm glad to connect with you in this way. If you enjoyed this, if you got something out of this, please share it with a friend. It really helps a lot. And if you want, if you don't mind taking a few minutes to jump over to iTunes and share a review or, um, on Stitcher, if you leave, listen on Stitcher. But if you share a review on iTunes, it really, really helps the podcast. Just get to more people, just reach, get, let this message reach more mothers. I really think it's important. I, I would love to help my, one of my missions in life is to help a million mamas meditate. This is my, I, my mission. So you can help that mission along by sharing a review on iTunes, sharing the podcast. It, it just helps get the message out. And I, I really appreciate it. If you have questions, you can email me at hunter at hunteryoga.com. So we talked about today unmartyring yourself and some ways to do that. I want to thank William Fields for the music, my dear husband, Bill. Thank you so much uh, for the music and everything you do, honey. And to you, my friend, thank you so much for listening. I, I really appreciate you. I hope you got something out of my sharing today. And I'm wishing you a great week. Namaste. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.